Hey guys, I thought I'd do something a little different. Instead of wrestling, since I have said in the past that this is more than just a wrestling podcast, I guess I should go ahead and reiterate that. This is more than just a wrestling podcast. And to prove that, I'm doing something a little different. I decided that... I would do every, I believe every week or so, every week, just like have one wrestling podcast and one whatever podcast. I'd probably announce whatever it is the week prior to when I release the said podcast of whatever. It could be about video games, movies, um, whatever. In this case, I did a movie review. In more detail, I did a movie review of a horror movie, and it is a cult classic. It's a classic in general. It is a slasher. It is one of the, I guess you could call it, of the big three. A Nightmare on Elm Street, the 1984 version, the original version, the version, the version, the version that made me not want to take a bath or go to sleep for freaking days at 10 years old it's it's a it's a point blank it's a classic movie and i've always loved horror movies uh i've a little bit of a backstory here around eight years old i walked in and this is not sexual i promise uh, around eight years old, I walked into the living room. I walked in on my mom watching the 1990 miniseries of It by Stephen King. I walked in on her on the, on the scene where Pennywise comes out of the drain with the teeth and he's going after the kid with all the, with the shower heads and that scared the crap out of me. Um... Around 10 years old, my mom had a box set, a DVD box set of all the Nightmare on Elm Street movies, which I now have. She gave them to me um, a few weeks back out of nowhere. Surprised the hell out of me. Anyway, um, she was watch- She had the box set. And she said I couldn't watch them because they were really scary. You know, as a 10-year-old kid... You know, you, you're inclined to believe that. And as a 10-year-old kid, I found out that at the time she was right. Nowadays, it wouldn't bother me. But the way I started watching the movies was one night after my mom went to bed. I believe it was a, week, it was a weekend. It was either Friday or Saturday. I stayed up until after she went to sleep. I snuck into her room while she was sleeping I got the first movie out of the box set and I put it in and I started watching it and by the end of it it I like couldn't sleep the rest of the night it scared me that bad but on the flip side I guess you could say that started my love for horror movies now granted I don't like suspense Suspense to me is worse than jump scares. I know suspense leads into jump scares, but for me, suspense is the worst part. But a part of me, a part of me likes it. You know, likes that fear. 
I don't like genuine fear, but or terror or anything like that. But I I could deal with something like that. I've uh, my favorite franchise is Friday the Thirteenth. It always will be, but A Nightmare on Elm Street was the first one. It was the very first one that I got to watch as a little kid. It'll always have a special place for me. I think that it helped shape the... I'm sorry if there are long pauses. It's 2 a.m. in the morning. So I'm fighting sleep trying to record this because I probably won't have time to do it tomorrow because I've got a lot of stuff to do tomorrow. So I'm sorry for the long pauses. I'm trying to stay awake. Anyway, the film managed to help shape the horror industry, but not on its own. Before that, you had... It, the film was released in 1984. Friday the 13th had already been out since 80. And Halloween had been out since 78, I believe. But it helped popularize it. My mom, when she was a kid, my mom said that when she was a kid... Because when I asked her about the movie growing up, uh, she said it was extremely popular. So it did help the slasher genre and horror movies as a whole. It's, it's an awesome movie. Now granted, some of the other movies, well, first off, for me, one and two are great. It's been a long time since I've seen the movies. Um, one and two are great. After that, you get into the kind of you know campy, you know cheesy kind of stuff. And then as the film series is the film series goes along, it gets really campy. There's going to be one later on. I believe it believe it's called Freddy's Dead. That one's just really cheesy. It's not even scary. This movie, but this movie, on the other hand, is ex it, for someone who's never seen it, never really been exposed to horror movies. I'm not saying all, but I, I would say at least half of people that would watch it would genuinely be scared because it's got so many visuals. You don't even see Freddy Krueger's face until, what is it, like three-fourths of the movie in? Movie in. It's got so many freaking visuals. You got the one, you got, you have Tina in the beginning. She dies. And you've got a cross up, the, up above the bed. That's some symbolism right there. But the visuals for me, and as a little kid, again, as a little, as 10-year-old me watching this, it freaked me out. Um, Freddy, Freddy is chasing Nancy in a dream sequence and all of a sudden he takes one of the razors on his uh, glove brings up his other hand and just starts slicing off fingers and 
green blood comes out that really messed with me another one would have probably would have been where he ripped his uh, Christmas sweater off and just cut into his uh, ab not abdomen his chest and like maggots and stuff started coming out that was really uh, what's the word what's the word I'm looking for uh, not mesmerizing uh, basically the bad word for that Horrif not horrifying anyway I don't want to get sidetracked I'm trying to stay awake here there was a little there was one thing I wanted to mention now I'm a snob when it comes to this stuff if there's like any inconsistencies with a film like I'll notice it immediately. Like one one time I was watching Mission a Mission Impossible movie with a friend and something involved like a fish tank and the fish tank cracked and water went everywhere, but it was like twenty times more than what the fish tank showed and it, it bothered me and I pointed it out and yada yada yada. So I'm going to do that with this for two different scenarios, one in the beginning and one in the end. But the second one you probably couldn't help because of, you know, prosthetics and special effects at the time. The first one would have to be when Tina died. I know the the human body she got she got her she basically got cut up and stuff. She got cut up. She got cut up by Freddy, you know, dragged along the wall onto the ceiling and then fell on the bed. One, the human body, if last I recall, only holds seven liters of blood. If the human body has seven quarts of blood and she's up there for about maybe 30 seconds, there's no way that that much blood gets on the bed. When she falls down, it creates a sound of a splash as it did. For it to, for that much blood, for it to hit the bed. For her to drop and make a sound like that, she'd have to be up there for like maybe 10 minutes or so. Judging from the lacerations that she had on her chest. I'm no doctor, but I may be wrong, I may be right, I don't know. I'm probably just weird. Probably the latter. Um, the second one for me would probably have to be at the end. And again, like I said, it's proud that not all of it is their fault. It was what they had to work with in the early 80s with prosthetics and special effects and all that. Um, when Nancy's mother in the end of the movie is pulled through the door 
through the window of the door, you can very, very easily tell it's a dummy. Um, it's, it's not. It's not their fault. It just looks really weird. But you know that's just me. All right, my final thoughts would be this: It's a great, great movie. It doesn't have boobs or anything or anything like that, but every dude loves boobs, even me. And there, I know there are chicks that love love boobs, and that's okay too. Um, the one thing I do not like is the ending of the movie. You know what I just mentioned when mom gets pulled through the door and all that door window. The ending to me sucked ass, and it was so confusing. You don't know if they're really dead. You don't know if they're really alive. It, I know it was meant to leave the movie open, but it confused the utter crap out of me. And I thought the ending was ass, but that's just me. It's a classic. It always will be. I would hope that in the future... I'm hoping that they do remake it. It's already been remade once, and I will not be covering that film in my uh, little review series of the Friday of the Nightmare on Elm Street series. I'm going to do Friday the Thirteenth and Halloween both eventually. I'm wanting to buy the box sets. It might be a little bit, but I'll probably do cheesy movies. They don't have to be horror, but I'll probably do cheesy movies. Uh, between all that, I'm hoping that you guys enjoy enjoy this movie series. If not, if you do or you don't, you know, leave a comment. You know, wherever. I'm not hard to find. I greatly appreciate you guys listening to the podcast. And if you want to do that, I'm so sorry. I'm trying to stay awake. I know I sound really weird. If you like it, comment. If not, comment. Let me know your thoughts, good or bad. I'm just glad you guys are listening, and I greatly appreciate it. And, uh, yeah. Hope you all enjoy it. Adios.